There's a lot of stories in the news lately about people getting kicked off of airplanes for being belligerent. And frankly, I don't understand what happened that just getting on an airplane, sitting down, drinking your free half of a can of pop or a coffee, and then getting off the plane at the other end... When did that become too too much? When did all this stuff start happening that now people are freaking out on other passengers and everybody's videotaping the whole thing? He does. Maybe that's why, though, is because people are videotaping the whole th- thing like more than they used to, right? But, I mean, people seem to be overly wound up when it comes to flying yeah. to the point where, you know, you get stuck in the, the middle seat and you're surrounded by two bigger people. So you start – it's not enough to just ask the flight attendant, hey, if there's an empty seat, can I move? Or to – uh, just sit there and deal with it, which is probably what you should do. Is just maybe you'll be a little uncomfortable for a while, but just sit there and deal with it. Yeah. You had a middle seat. I don't understand why people are freaking out and yelling at everybody. It's true. You see the same thing on the subway, though. I think we're just all too wound up right now. I have never once thought to myself, even though I could just stand for this very short subway ride. I want to sit down right there and bitch at that person there who I know had their foot on the seat before I got on the car. But it's happening every fucking day. Yeah, and to the opposite of that, you hear less and less good stories. And when the good stories come out from something that happened on an airplane, let's Mm -hmm. say, or something that happened on the TTC, let's say, we're like, wow, look at this. It's crazy. Like, that kind of stuff should be happening daily. Uh Uh-huh. It doesn't, though. Never does. People always want to throw down. They want to have their moment where they're just, I'm going to tell you off because... The airline put me in the middle seat, and you're too fat to sit beside me. And that's the kind of shit that's going on. Alcohol infused as well, in in a lot of cases, maybe. Can I tell you, I don't think they should serve booze on airplanes. It is one of those things I I wonder why they still do it sometimes. Especially when you see, let's say they're not being belligerent, um, and it's not enough to cause the plane to have to do an emergency landing. Right. We've probably all seen those super drunk people that are all hunched over, that smell like alcohol. And yet they're still allowed to get on there. Now, obviously, they're not flying the plane, so Mm -hmm. whatever. But still. I'd be totally okay with an alcohol-free flight. It just seems like a recipe for disaster. Not to mention, it is amazing how many people on that plane around you are on drugs. People that have gone to their their doctor and said, yeah, I got to fly and I'm a nervous flyer. And the doctors are handing out like fucking Ambien like it's Halloween and this is candy. No problem. Just like pew, 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 like one's in a strip club. Just like, here you go. No problem. Now, I will say this much about I've I've been drunk on a flight one time and it was my flight to Vegas on the way to To your bachelorette. Your wedding. Yeah, and bachelorette. Both. Sure. All at the same time. And I was with, you know Diane, you know Diane and Phil, and I was with them. Uh huh. And so they brought booze with them. Oh, yes. They managed to get things on flights. There are people that just know the ways. Mm-hmm. So they did that. And so. Was they, it less than 100 milliliters? Because uh, I keep stuck. Every time I go to the airport lately, they flag me for my hair gel. It's just a simple little Garnier know. thing, but oh. it's a little round, uh, like, tub of it. But, but it's apparently. Apparently, it's over 100 milliliters, so oh. they always take it. And then I have to fucking argue with them. Like, what am I seriously going to do with hair gel? Smell it. Here, you want to see me put it in my hair? I'm not trying to blow yeah, up a fucking airplane. Care. I just want to make sure I look presentable when I get to where I'm going. They don't care. They don't I care. Know. They don't care. But, uh, yeah, anyway, so they they gave me one drink, and then that, of course, turned into five. One thing I will say is that flight to Vegas was the quickest flight I've ever taken <laughs> in my fucking life. We were landing before I knew it. It was so great. I don't think I sat down in my seat once. Wait. We're here already? What? Wait, I want to I fly a little longer. 
Circle around. Circle around. Wait. We didn't see the strip enough. Go back around. Let's take another look at this thing. Probably everyone around us hated us. But it, it did fly by. <laughs> well, you turned it into a bit of a party. But see, that's not bad. It's the other side. These people that are like freaking losing it. Angry drunks or belligerent or just generally just annoying people. Mm-hmm. Sometimes. Yep. Some flights let you take your duty free on with you and you stick it in your suitcase or right, whatever. Right. And it's those people that'll smuggle their duty free in sure. and chug a bottle of vodka because it makes them sleep while they're on the flight. Which no, it doesn't. Me. It turns you into an asshole. What? <laughs> Why is it that some airlines are like, you can't touch this till you land, but other airlines do let you bring it on? I don't know. I've never understood that. You're right. Some airlines, you can just, you buy your duty free, whatever. You just take it on the plane with you. Me, I usually stick it in my carry on. Okay, great. Other airlines, you have to get it when you get off the plane or they they put it, it. The last time I flew, I was going to Scotland and they took my duty free and they put it in a sealed bag. I had to like cut it open when I got to where I was going. Really? Yeah. I don't know. They're always trying to think of something new. But I think this is the problem is that people, like your friends there, keep trying to figure out different ways to get drunk on an airplane and not buy the booze from the actual airline. (laughs) So when the flight attendant's coming around asking, would you like a drink? They were just getting like what? They knew. Diet Coke? Yep. Yep. Just diets. And then they they knew. that They they were cool. Really? Yeah. They were very cool. They knew that it was a wedding party and they were just like, whatever. Because, again, we weren't being belligerent. We weren't being dicks. We were staying out of the way of people as much as we could. We kind of congregated in the middle. It was a huge plane, and we congregated in the middle where all the bathrooms were. Kind sure. Of so we were kind of out of the way. We weren't in the aisles. We were ab- abiding by all their rules. They just asked us to stay there, and that was fine. There was you, no problem. You guys weren't even, like, passing it back and forth in the seats. Like, you got up and met in the middle. Yeah. And we were pouring it into each other's drinks. <laughs> I don't know how we got away with it, but we did. But there's something about the people that I went to, like they, that went to my wedding, that just they get away with shit like that. They just do. <laughs> so I'm just with them. I'm always just with them. Flying these days is like taking the bus. Generally, it used to be this big luxurious experience, and yeah, oh boy, no. welcome aboard! This is going to be a great flight, yeah. and they would serve you drinks. You felt and classy. You felt classy instead of gross. There was a meal, and and I mean, there depending a, on how far back you there remember, was a meal. Yeah, they serve a meal on flights. Oh, what the fuck? Not even that long ago. A full fledged meal. <laughs> I remember my flights. Oh, I remember my first flight. I was to France, so long, long flight. Uh huh. And I got lunch. Dinner, we got breakfast the next morning pretty much, and snacks in between, plus drinks, and they didn't try to like stop you at one. It wasn't like, here's your sip of water, which they do now. (laughs) Yeah. It was like, what, you got the full can of pop, you got to, yeah, it it was different, and that was, what, 2004? So things, my things have changed. Now it's completely different. Now you sit down, you shut up. Don't say a word. You're going to give you a half of a can of pop. <laughs> Shitty and little fucking cookie. Here's, you, would you like two cookies or would you like a couple of peanuts? And yeah. that's your choice, that's really. It. That's all you get. And it's not that classy experience. It's a filthy, like you feel gross after. I don't know about you. I just yep. feel gross after I get off a plane. I need to shower as soon as humanly possible. Was this before your time or did you ever get on a flight where they allowed smoking? No, that was before that was before my time. Although I have been on an airplane that has ashtrays and that kind of still freaks me out if mm-hmm. you ever see one because you're like, how old is this fucking plane? Seriously, Angelo. <laughs> I remember I was flying with my grandfather. We went to, uh, we were going somewhere. I think it was to Florida and he was sitting there just smoking away and <clears throat> even I thought, this is like recycled air, right? It's not like you can crack a window oh, or yeah. something like that. He's like, no, no, it's okay. We're in the smoking section. 
Like, smoking section, it's all the same airplane. It doesn't matter. <laughs> Oh it doesn't make any sense. I know. Well, never mind. Back in the day, you smoked at hospitals. That's at true. At hospitals, you could smoke. In hospital rooms. Now, you can't even smoke on the property of a hospital. Nope. I've actually seen that. Yeah. I went to go and visit someone, <laughs> and they had like the hospital cops chasing somebody who was walking to his car <laughs> with a cigarette. I thought... Holy cow, that's hardcore. Wow. That's nuts, but uh, smoking is still legal, right? Am I right? Yeah, you're right. I'm pretty sure it's still legal. You can, in fact, smoke marijuana now. Oh, that's right. Fun (laughs) fact. In all the same places. But yeah, just not... You basically uh, have to smoke on a sidewalk now. Yeah, not near buildings or entrances, outside, nothing covered. They even enforce that if you're um, under a patio umbrella. You know, it's one thing to be on a patio, like a covered patio. It's another thing to be under an umbrella. They won't let you smoke yeah. a cigarette there. But you can do it if there's no umbrellas. Is this correct? Yes. Interesting. As long as you're not near the entrance. As long as you're not near the door. Yeah. Okay. Along hmm. King Street, there's a couple different places that have Huge like, patios. Yes, exactly. Yeah, 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 yeah. So that's the reason yeah. that I thought of that. And a few people have pointed that out to me. Like... There's a lot of place for the smoke to escape. Like, the person sitting right there will not smell this because I'm sitting under a no. fucking umbrella. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I haven't forbid. If you're a non-smoker, nobody likes the smell of smoke. I get it, but sometimes the rules are a little weird. Um, anyway, did we cover everything we wanted to cover in this podcast? I think so. Okay, everybody. I think so. And if you're, ta- if you're on the plane anytime soon, don't be an asshole. Oh, can you please just not be an asshole? There you like, go. Just keep your hands to yourself. Stop yelling at everybody. Don't kick seats. Exactly. Oh, and by the way, stop reclining your seat. When you recline your seat, it does so very little to make you more comfortable, but it makes yeah. the person behind you a lot less comfortable. Look, I'm fucking comfortable when I do that. All right? Come on. I'm it goes serious. back like two inches. Look, it's just enough and I can kind of relax. What difference does it make? It's two inches. It's a lot of fucking difference. Two inches can make a big fucking difference, Scott. (laughs) (laughs) You watch your mouth. (laughs) Just lean over on the stranger beside you like everybody else does. I don't want to. (laughs) I don't want that. I hate it when the person in front of me reclines their seat. It just drives me nuts. I just don't know what comfort they're getting out of that. You can recline your seat, too. What? No. How about everybody sits in the seat that's there and nobody reclines and then I don't have to keep adjusting my TV or worrying that because they're going to recline their seat. Your pot's going to spill all over your fucking lap. Yeah, it's going to spill all over my lap. I'm wearing a suit if you don't mind. Come on. All right. We got to go. Have a good one, everybody.